I think it is really important that we do have some kind of real touch point on how our program is going and how people are moving through it and getting that actual real, sometimes hard to hear feedback. This is the Doing It Online podcast with your host, serial entrepreneur, six and seven figure funnel strategist and super nerd, Kate McKibben where every week we're here talking nerdy and sharing the things that actually work to help you do what you do online, but better, easier, and with a ton more profit too. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello guys, and welcome back to the Doing It Online podcast. I'm your host, Kate from hellofunnels.co. And today we have got a quickie and we're going to be sharing with you, well, I'm going to be sharing with you, there's only me here, <laughs> the three questions that you need to be asking your questions right now and actually probably every year, why you need to be asking them what they are and how they're going to make a huge impact on your business. So let's dive right on in. Alrighty guys, so I have a question for you and of course, through the magic of the internet, I can totally hear your answer, but I'd love to know, have you done a customer survey lately. And I don't mean have you done one once ever, but have you done one the last 12 months? Do you do them every 12 months? Because if you don't, you definitely should. It's something, it's a trap that is easy to fall into when you put your blood, sweat and tears into creating a program. And I find that people tend to fall into one of two camps. One, there's a person who's like, right, my program's done. I never want to look at it again. (laughs) And other than being in there and obviously giving support, you sort of kind of even forget what the contents of your program almost is after a while, right? And then there's the other camp who are constantly fiddling, constantly updating, constantly adding to their program. And neither of these is necessarily better, but I think it is really important that we do have some kind of real touch point on how our program is going and how people are moving through it and getting that actual real, sometimes hard to hear feedback from clients who are actively in the program so that we can intentionally set time aside to make sure that the program is as good as it can be because it is nothing but a win-win when your program is does what it says it does, meets and exceeds expectations, is easy to navigate, helps people to get the outcomes that you've said they can, is a pleasure to go through, is simple to understand, all that stuff. Like If you can nail all of those things and quite often I'd say 99.9% of the time, we don't do that first time when we create something. If you can create that, if you can create a program that gives great value is and people love, then you're never going to have any trouble selling it. Like it's That's just the one way to make sure your business is as successful as possible and your life is as easy as possible is to have a product that is easy to sell. And when you have a program that gets people great results and that is a joy to work through, that program is going to be easy to sell. So what is a simple thing that we can do to make sure that we are making the most of this, to make sure that we keep that touch point? That is to do a regular client survey. Now, I know there are automated ways you can do this and you can do this as well, like asking questions throughout a program or having it part of your the emails that get sent out maybe midway through or at the end kind of to get that sort of live feedback but I still love that actually having a, a once a year live, okay, everybody give me your answers now. So you kind of get a real snapshot moment in time. It also is more likely to get responded to because maybe you can do a giveaway or something as part of it to incentivize people. And it means you're not having to be giving away stuff constantly. You can just have one giveaway 
once a year. And if people are in your program and you tell them that you're doing the survey to help make the program better, you know, they, of course they're going to want to want to give you some feedback, want to take that time. Just make sure that when you're structuring the survey, and we're going to cover off the three, sorry, the three questions you have to answer in a second, just make sure you're keeping it short and sweet, okay? So preferably something they can complete in like three to four minutes tops. People have very short attention spans. So if you're wanting them to do you a favor, you, you, you've got to make it easy for them. So there's lots and lots and lots of questions you can ask. And it depends really on what information will be useful to you that year. So I recommend when you do it, you jump in and probably tweak a few of the questions. Normally, you're probably having a bit of a, like, a gut feel that, oh, I wonder if we're sending them too many emails. I wonder if people are still liking Facebook as a community. I wonder if this... like, And so you might want to have some sp- specific questions around those things that you're considering changing or updating anyway, just kind of validate your decision. But then there's also these three questions I recommend that you ask every time. And these almost, these become like a health monitor for your program. And these are all questions that you would ask with like a rating, like a rate from one to 10 with one being not at all and 10 being, you know, it depends on the question, but 10 being excellent or whatever is going to make sense for the question because that will give you a actual numerical answer, which you can then track. So that means that if you did poll quite low in one area and then you spend a bit of time trying to upgrade and update it, if you were to ask that question again, hopefully that number has increased. And it also means that even if you have a program that's really, really dialed in and you run for several years, you might find that one of them all of a sudden drops because maybe something is no longer up to date or isn't working anymore and you need to go back and look at it. So it's just a good health monitor. It's just a good way of keeping that that pulse check of making sure things are working, making sure things are improving. And yeah, we'll go through those questions now. So I hope you've got a pen. Question one is, is the program good value? And this question, it, it helps to indicate a bunch of things. Obviously, we always want to create a program that is amazing value, that is worth so much more to the customer than the actual physical money that they paid for it. We want people to come and go, yes, this is amazing value. So it's a very clear health indicator if people go, no, this program was not good value. So that means you're going to need to go and have a look, maybe look not necessarily at your pricing, but maybe look at the messaging, look at the promise, look at what is included, like what needs to, what's sort of out of balance there. If you are getting a really high, like, yes, this is amazing value. It might be also an indicator that possibly your price is too low. So, you know, there's lots of sort of information you can get and it helps you to make your decisions going forward. Question number two that you want to ask is, is, is or was, depends on if you're doing past tense or not, but was the program easy to follow and understand? And I think this is really important because so many of us, particularly with programs we've had for a while, you know, maybe you found that a lot of people are asking a question about certain things. So like, oh, I better chuck in a module on that or something new, something changed. So you went, okay, well, I better change change this or a new technology came out or depending on your niche, there's a new trend you wanted to address or, and or you've updated parts of it, not other parts. And we start to kind of like sticky tape together and it can get a little unwieldy. It can get a little out of control. And what might've been at the first, when you first mapped it out, a really simple 10 set process to follow has now got all these little off ramps and sub things that they have to do. And so we want to make sure that your program is easy to follow because if it's easy to follow, if it's easy for people to understand, well, first of all, from a 
purely selfish customer service kind of point of view. It means you're not going to get asked, be this, asked the same questions over and over. So your time is going to be spent, you know, doing those deeper questions, but also it means more people are going to complete it. More people are going to get to the end. More people are going to get great results, which is the the goal here. Cause you want to, one, just because you care about your clients, you want them to get great results, but two, people get great results. They give great testimonials. They tell their friends. Again, it all helps you to keep selling your program. And the third question is actually what's known as a net promoter score question. So you've probably seen this pop up on a lot of websites and you know it's kind of worldwide known as like a health indicator for all kinds of online things. But the question is, would you recommend this to your friends? Because that really is that indicator. Like if some people aren't going to recommend something unless they think it's really good. So just keeping a track of that and making sure that that is, you know, a seven, eight or a nine or a 10, that's what you always want to be aiming for. And if it starts to dip, no, okay, you've got some work to do. You've got some changes to make. So three simple questions, guys. Plus, as I mentioned, anything other things that you're wanting to confirm or check, but do it now. Go pop it in the calendar and then set yourself a reminder that you remember to do it every year or your VA, set them a reminder that they remember to do it every year because it is absolute gold. It is so important and it really does help you to make the best course possible. So that's it for me this week, guys. Hope this was super valuable. If it was, please share it. That's how we get out there. That's how we help as many people as possible. And otherwise, I will see you next week for more nerdy goodness. Alrighty, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Doing It Online podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're ready to take your online course sales to the next level with your own six or seven figure funnel, let Kate show you exactly how today at stealmyfunnel.com.